What's up, guys? It is 9.01 a.m. U.S. Pacific Daylight Time, Thursday, September 2nd, 2021 A.D. Can you believe it? Uh, and I have a beautiful hand-picked song for you guys. The Whore of Babylon. It's a reference from the Bible. From the Knights of the New Crusade, I'm playing my Christian punk rock music. No, I'm not going to be playing The Clash or uh, The Ramones. Because I did not grow up on them. And I don't think they're Christian. They might be. I could be wrong. This is from the 2004 album. My God is Alive. Sorry about yours. <laughs> Enjoy The Whore of Babylon by the Knights of the New Crusade. So-called music. The whore of Babylon, she's a messed up chick. She'll mess you up too, if you don't get away quick. I said she's evil, and I think it's odd. Sinners worship her instead of God. No lyrics this week, guys. No lyrics. Just album liner notes. She but- hangs out with the Antichrist. That's a couple that's nothing nice. That tries to do you. Lyrics are harder to understand on this one. Watch out for her. A lot of evil in the world. Where's your finger, hey? The whore of Babylon, she's drunk and blood. She'll try to drag it down into the mud. Kings of this world, they worship the whore. They don't know that her downfall's in store. So bad. Not, not good stuff in the world. <sighs> but anyway, guys, they are a gimmick, says Rockshot 100. <laughs> I suppose so. Yeah, I had no finger to point to. Let's get right on with the show! One, two, three, four. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. Oh, it's the Hague Report. The Hague Report. La, la, la. Hey, guys! I am fine. Come on, James. Where is your pointer? I usually point at lyrics in the liner notes for those of you listening on the audio feed. If, you don't, if you're not aware of it, you listen either on the audio feed or audio podcast. I do have a podcast. You can listen to it. You don't have to watch the video. But for those video listeners, I point to the lyrics in the CD cover liner notes. But there were no lyrics in this album from Knights of the New Crusade. A lot of you guys having some mixed reviews on my uh, on my music choice. 
somebody said, you should pay us to listen to your music. I think that was uh, Raymond. Raymond something. Mobetta stand-up says, it was different. I can appreciate that. Man, this is great music, says Evgeny Crosby. You should pay us, Hake, to listen to some of this music you play. No offense. Yeah, it was short, says Subian Not. You know, I have an update, guys. I have an update for you from uh, this far-left female run out, Let the Skim, about this abortion talk. Lots of talk about abortion this week and, uh, you know, in the news and on the Hake Report and on elsewhere in the world. Even on the Jesse Lee Peterson show, if you caught that show just today. There was a guilt-ridden man who uh, made a... Or encouraged his, uh, I guess, baby mamas to kill the babies before the babies were born. Well, I told you about this in Hake News yesterday. There, I have a slight update for you. You probably heard about it, too, in the prior show, the Jesse Lee Peterson show. But the skim reports, the far-left female run outlet, the skim. Yesterday, the Supreme Court finally spoke about the Texas's controversial, meaning half- Anytime you see controversial, I always say this, you're probably tired of me saying it, but anytime you hear the word controversial from the mainstream media, it means pretty reasonable. (laughs) It means pretty reasonable. It may even be like kind of weak, kind of weak, but they think it's too strong, right? Controversial abortion ban. They refused to block it, the Supreme Court, which is a misnomer. The Supreme Court, uh... They're not very decent people, for the most part. Only one or two are what I consider decent men. And obviously none of the women. Um, There are three women on the court. It's ridiculous, at least. It's one of the most restrictive abortion laws in the country, banning the procedure as early as six weeks because of the... when a fetal heartbeat can be detected, right? Meaning the baby's heartbeat inside the womb. Before many women even know they're pregnant, which is good. I heard from our resident expert, Asmador, over there on Trovo, that a woman often finds out about eight weeks pregnant, (laughs) when she's eight weeks, so six weeks before she even knows, and she can't do it. Too late. The law, um, and that's a good thing. You don't want women to be killing their babies. Give me a break. It's actually not even their babies. It's the man's baby. It's God's baby, too. The law also makes no exceptions for the cases of incest or rape. Some of you guys are for the exceptions. Trump claims that he's for the exceptions. I'm not for those exceptions. President Trump, our real President Trump. Once a president, always a president, right? And that's a good thing. It should only be for the quote-unquote life of the mother. By the way, I will be getting to your calls, guys. (laughs) 888-775-3773. Hang tight. Those of you on hold, I appreciate it. I do. You, even though you may not think so. <laughs> Listen to this. This slur. Abortion, it's a euphemism. Abortion providers. Abortion providers. What a euphemism. Filed an emergency application hoping SCOTUS, Supreme Court of the United States, would block the law which sleepy and evil President Joe Biden said blatantly violates the Roe v. Wade precedent. But that didn't happen. In a 5-4 decision, the Supremes, I hate that term, but they use it, said the abortion providers didn't make their case, adding they didn't address the complex and novel questions. 
The three liberal justices dissented, along with Chief Justice Rhino John Roberts. He dissented. So it was a five to four decision. The law had already gone into effect while they were quiet, sparking an outcry around the country from the females, right? And feminists. In Texas, abortion providers, there's that euphemism again, baby killers, who worked up until the deadline to help, quote unquote, dozens of patients to kill their babies, are turning people away now. The, uh, they are reportedly referring them out of state where clinics are opening up their doors to help, help kill babies. There are many other organizations helping too, supposedly, helping in the fight to kill the babies. But the worst is yet to come, says the skim. Aside from banning more than 85% of abortions in the state of Texas, Texas's law incentivizes private citizens from across the United States to become, quote, unquote, anti-abortion vigilantes, <laughs> allowing them to sue Texans for violating the law or help, uh, helping someone get the procedure, driving them. I told you about that part. Driving them, giving them money, all that stuff. Whether they're just giving someone a ride to the clinic, giving money for abortion, or a clinic performing the procedure, the procedure of killing the baby in the womb, and sometimes outside the womb. And plaintiffs could win at least $10,000 for every successful lawsuit. Wow. Biden said he'd work to protect and defend the rights established, the rights established under Roe v. Wade. Roe v. Wade is a 1973 decision in which the silly Supreme Court said, we can't tell when life begins. (laughs) They said something to that effect, I heard. And they said, it's a private, it's the right to privacy. It's the doctor-patient privilege. A woman and her doctor are the only ones who should make this decision, not the state. His administration fell short, sleepy Bidens, of providing actionable steps. So the Supreme Court didn't weigh in on whether the law is constitutional or not. So it can still be challenged in state courts. But that's going to be difficult by design of the law, like we told you yesterday. Because the law isn't enforced by state officials like the attorney general or whatever. But by normal people, regular people. So it's harder for abortion providers or clinics to figure out whom they can sue to overturn it. Abortion advocates have vowed to continue the fight, calling on supporters to phone their representatives to stand against abortion bans. But many are fearful for the long road ahead. (laughs) Oh, dear me, more life, more babies. Oh, dear me, the horror. This was one of the first abortion cases to come before this, the supposedly solidly conservative bench since so-called Justice Amy Barrett replaced the the late notorious RBG, (laughs) Ruth Bader Ginsburg. They pretend like she's kind of like notorious B.I.G., notorious RBG. Embarrassing. That's That's the cringy liberal females for you. What a shame. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was pro-abortion. But she was not pro-abortion on the basis of the right to privacy. She thought it was an equal protection clause. Because men don't have to deal with Mother Nature and God, nature's God, right? Men don't get pregnant. So we need equal protection under the law. <laughs> Stupid. Well, she's dead now. But uh, I, hear, I hear that the pro-life advocates... The uh, smart lawyers 
are using her words against Roe v. Wade. Nice, huh? Clever. Cunning as serpents and innocent as doves. But there's more cases on the docket. This fall, the Supreme Court's take up a challenge to a Mississippi law that bans most abortions after 15 weeks, which is too late, in my opinion. It's a weak law. If their ruling on Texas's ban is any sign of the future, Roe v. Wade, which, reminder, established women's right to an abortion before fetal viability, think around 24 weeks, what they're saying, could get overturned. Viability means it could survive outside the womb. The baby can survive outside the womb. Silly. It's ridiculous. It's not just at the federal level. 2021 is reportedly the worst legislative year for abortion rights since Roe v. Wade, 1973. Over 165 abortion bans have been introduced and 97 abortion restrictions enacted. My only problem with this abortion fight right now, anti-abortion fight right now, is that all these pro-life things, it's led by females. I went to a Politicon uh, event over in Los Angeles. A few years back, Jesse Lee Peterson has spoken at Politicon events practically every year. I don't think they had one last year because of the communist virus shutdowns. But a few years ago, I went to one, and I think that it had, I don't know if it had, it had a bunch of women, basically. Black women, white women, others. I don't know if there was even a man on the panel, and it was this... Politicon is a political conference, left and right. They all come together and have this conference. And they have different panel discussions and debates and things. Jesse Lee Peterson has appeared at many. You can find his speeches. and They're not speeches. They are uh, debates and panel discussions. You can find them on his YouTube channel. Look for Politicon in his YouTube channel, Jesse Lee Peterson. But these women were celebrating the fact that the, fight, the pro-life fight is no longer led by white men. What kind of dumb liberals are these so-called pro-life women? What a disgrace. And then in, I can name you some of the people who were, who were there. Um, I may name it later. Name, I will name them later. <laughs> Shall name them later. Anyway. The, Supreme, the skim says the Supreme Court's decision is a major win for anti-abortion advocates who've been trying to chip away, chip away at Roe v. Wade. Now eyes are on whether Dems in Congress will spring into action to save women's rights. <laughs> this is how they write. That's the skim, right? And whether that starts by abolishing the filibuster or packing the court. Wow. They're not going to give up. Neither do we. Right on. Mississippi. <laughs> Strong. Strong arm. Anyway, I appreciate it, guys. I have a couple of super chats to read from yesterday that I did not get to. I am remiss in getting to these. So quickly, let me share these with you. <laughs> the first one was actually an early super chat from yesterday. Cheesehead69, whom I greatly respect over there on Trovo.live slash The Hake Report. He asks... With a Trovo super cap. When are we getting the James Hake Donda review? <laughs> and you guys may not know this because I barely know this. I only know this because I'm around relatively young people who talk about this. Donda apparently is Kanye West's late mother's name. Kanye West was reputed, I heard, 
trip of to trip out after his mother died. And this was years ago that his mother died. She was a professor, I guess. Am I, am I mistaken? Born July 12th, 1949. Died November 10th, 2007. Donda West, a professor. Children include Kanye West. Kanye West age. Kanye is 44 years old, born in 1977. She reportedly married Ray West and then divorced, I guess divorced in 1980, or did Ray West die back then? I don't know. I don't want to spread rumors, nasty rumors, especially about the dead. Don't be spreading rumors about the dead. Am I, mis- am I guilty of that? I don't know. But uh, there's nasty rumors about the dead, such as that Christian guy. Um... I'm blanking on his name, but he had, a, he had a kind of a foreign name, but he was big in the Christian world. But Kanye West, he came out with an album 14 years after his mother died and it's named after her? What? Uh, mama's Boy. That's my review. Mama's Boy. I don't know if I'm going to listen to the album. I do like his hits from way back. He has a lot of hits from way back. I was told that he was a better producer than he was a rapper. But, I don't know, it's charming and fun to listen to, his stuff. Um, I don't know, to be determined, but I appreciate the support, uh, Cheesehead69, and, and I shall consider listening to the album and letting you know what I think. <laughs> is it Christian? Yes, it's Christian now, right? He's a Christian? He said Jesus is king, right? Kanye West, Donda, Donda, whatever. Thank you. And one more, Lin Yen Chin. Gave a Trovo colorful chat yesterday late and said, hope somebody comes back to give you a pizza and a hug. Aw, uh, that's nice, Lin Yenshin. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. We are, um, I'm going to cover some more topics, guys. You know, I've been playing this Christian music. <laughs> and basically all the Christian music, I look into what, where they are now or what they used to say about real life. And they're a bunch of liberals. And the Knights of the New Crusade are no exception. I'll get to that. But honestly, I am due to take some calls. At least one anyway. Um, Let me get to Kelly, a first-time caller in Michigan, who wants to talk about the the Texas abortion law. Kelly, I appreciate you calling in. What's up? Hi, Hank. Hey. Well, it's my first time calling uh, your show, so I appreciate you taking my call. Nice. Yeah, so I um, had just a couple thoughts about that. I'm, my first one is, um, I'm wondering in the bill, is it written in that they you can't perform abortion if a heartbeat can be detected, or do they actually say six weeks of age? You know, um, what I heard was that it was a heartbeat bill. It was a heartbeat. That's what I've heard, too. Yeah. Right. And then so, they say oh, that can happen as early as six weeks. Well, see, I think it can it can happen even earlier than that, and that's what I, I think was so telling too. My husband too. Yeah. Because um, now I've had a few kids. Nice. Technically, when they say like a six week old baby, that's not a six week old baby because they start counting like not to get too into the sort of details, but from your last period. 
Oh. So that's where they're saying six weeks. The actual age from conception would probably be more like two or three weeks, which is incredible to think about that, the, you know, a baby can grow that quickly. Oh, yeah. And then that, yeah. and that six weeks is typically about when you get your first appointment, but I've heard that there, there can be a heartbeat as before you even can test positive on a pregnancy test. Wow. Yeah. So, I've heard that too. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how they actually start implementing this. If, and if anybody does challenge it, I mean, to say like, well, performing an abortion at five weeks, well, did you check for a heartbeat? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you can't just use that arbitrary number of six weeks necessarily, I don't think. Right. But, yeah, so I think it's incredible. I mean, it's great. I mean, better if all abortion was illegal, but yeah. it will save so many lives. Yep. So. Cool. Now, next thing I wanted to talk about, though, is we had a similar, I'm from Michigan, we had a similar um, push in our state last year, and um, of course we have an awful governor, Gretchen Whitmer, who's oh, yeah. a Democrat, and awful, and um, so she's been vetoing anything that comes up through, because we've got a conservative Republican, what we found out to be rhinos in our legislature, but um, they had a petition going around last year to override her veto. It had like 350,000 signatures at the time. And um, my husband and I, we, we used to attend a Catholic church, and I took the petition to the church, and I said, hey, I, I, don't, I guess you guys don't know about this, but they've got a heartbeat bill. Can we pass it around the church? And they told me no, <laughs> and it floored me because I was like, isn't this what you guys are supposedly supporting? And they apparently, the bishops are in politically with some of the politicians, and they have their own bill they want to do. And blah. But I was like, that's so hypocritical. Like, you think that you just jump on any bill to help all, you know what I mean? I, it's just, that's not probably one of many. Is that, the, is, that the Catholic Church, is this but, basically the church's state trying to stay out of politics mess, stay out of controversy? Or offending well, their... I feel like... I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But my impression was that they already have, like, inside deals and backdoor deals with politicians, and they want to push their bill, and maybe this bill is being led by a different group that's not affiliated with the wow. church. Yeah. But my take is, who cares? Right. Who cares, really? If, if it's a bill to save babies, like, why not get behind all the bills, you know? Yeah. I agree. So, sorry, I've got background noise. i got little kids running around, but... Right on. White babies, but or yeah, maybe they're not. But I think it's... <laughs> oh, yeah, I've got, I've got a little, whole little crew at home. Nice. So i got one on my <laughs> head right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, I appreciate yeah, the so, update. Yeah, no problem. And, yeah, I'd be curious to see how this actually is implemented on who is actually allowed to have an abortion. and Do they actually check for a heartbeat? Because they should. Yeah, I totally agree. It's I wrong. Would go it's, by the six-week, yeah. you know, line because that's not actually factual. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. They they probably they're such a mess. People are really people are always looking for ways to weasel out of doing the right thing. Yeah, such a absolutely. shame. Well, I appreciate but it, I Kelly. Think it is unique that they if they wrote it into the law as a heartbeat opposed to six weeks, it may actually go to the benefit of saving more babies. I think. Yeah. We'll see. It's what else is interesting about the bill is that people, the enforcement is is basically by lawsuit from anybody anywhere in the United States. Apparently, 
can sue a Texan who, or non-Texan, maybe, there's probably some illegals probably participating in this mess, dreamers, you know, who, uh, right. who are accomplices in the killing of the baby, whether by driving the, the woman, the misguided or evil, or both woman, to the abortion place, or pay, helping pay it and subsidize it, or the so-called doctor themselves. They're, they can be sued, civilly sued, for like $10,000 in damages. I wish huh. they would go to jail. but Oh, yeah, absolutely. And they should, you know, the, the pro-life women are so misguided. Trump said that the women, he got in trouble for saying this in the 2016 run for president, that the women should be punished for getting the abortion if it were illegal, of course. But they right. said, no, you shouldn't do that. You don't punish the women. The women are the victims. No, no, they are perpetrators. Victims they are become perpetrators. Per- yeah, and people who think of themselves as victims become some of the worst perpetrators. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, anyway. And, and I mean, I've seen, I've seen it destroy. Like, I know personally um, a gal who we were best friends in elementary school and then, like, in high school, I switched schools and, we kind of went our separate ways, and she ended up out in California, in your neck of the woods. Uh-huh. Um, but I remember when she was 18, like, she had grown up like a Christian conservative girl. When she was 18, she got knocked up, and her parents supported her in having an abortion because wow. I'm sure in their minds they were thinking, oh, you know, this is going to ruin her life. And yeah. Stuff. But the abortion ruined her life. She's not even the same person. Wow. I mean, she's super depressed. She's been in in and out of drugs, you know, tattoos all over her body, no marriage, no man. And then, you know, what did you say all over her body? I think she ended up cutting her ovaries out tattoos. Tattoos. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And just chronically depressed. But then it's, you know, it's one of those things that who knows if she would have had that child, her life could be totally different, you know? I know. And honestly, the suffering that she's going through that, even that's unnecessary because, it's right. because um, once you know that you're, you've done wrong, people repent and they get better. You should still get right. punished. But you should still get punished on the physical level. but Yeah, but she doesn't repent. I mean, she's one of those that's like, be proud of your abortion. Oh, well, yeah. Wow. Him, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, it, in, that, in that case, the abortion may not have caused that, but it was the, uh, the evil that had taken root in her heart caused both the abortion and the whole life decline, yeah. and the abortion, uh, no doubt, exacerbated the problem, the issues, the symptoms. Right. Anyway. But I just think it, you know, you see on mainstream that they're like, oh, these, you know, poor girls get pregnant when they're so young, and yeah. they have their whole lives ahead of them. It's like, no, you're, it's the opposite. You know, it can ruin their lives. <laughs> like, right. Like, kind of carrying that around, murdering your baby, it affects your soul 100%. I don't know if you, you heard, know? I don't know if you heard my coverage yesterday of, Several years ago, they were talking about the ABC link, abortion breast cancer link. Dr. Joel Brind, oh. Joel Brind of he's a PhD. He's said it, and a lot of people say, "Oh no, this has been debunked." Scientific consensus, as if science is a matter of consensus, says no. This is there's there's no evidence for it. Well, well that it's, means it's, it's disputed. True then, right? Yeah, it means it means <laughs> who knows really? I mean, abortion is wrong whether it causes. Or is correlated with breast cancer or not? But well, but then it also makes me think about birth control too, because right. essentially, when you take birth control, you're tricking your body into thinking you're pregnant in the first trimester. Yeah, and then you 
still will get a fertilized egg. It just will not allow it to implant. So, wow. I mean, really, if you believe in, you know, life, life at, at conception, conception, yeah, you could be aborting a child almost every month while you're on birth control wow. and not even know it. And you know what? There are there are major side effects to birth control too. And and one thing right? I didn't mention and yesterday. We see all this cancer. And right. Yeah. There is. They say that women who have a baby at a young age, or bef- certainly before thirty, they're going to do better than women who either never have a have a baby or have one after like thirty five. They yeah. or yeah. after thirty even because right. of. And they, Joel Brin said it's better for a girl who's 13 who gets pregnant to carry that baby to term. And they also say breastfeeding is, is helpful for all that too because you're, just, it's right. nat- you're being natural what your body was made to do rather than disrupting right. it and trying to... Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, and there's very little research. I've done research on breast milk, and there is very little research out there on it, which doesn't right. surprise me because they don't make money off of it. Yeah, a bunch of liberals. But I... Oh yeah, but um, oh, it's, I mean, it's beyond liberals. It's it's the right. corporate agenda. It's, oh yeah, it's world powers trying to play God. That's yep. what it is. True. Um, but yeah, so breast milk's got the most interesting stuff about it. Like a woman's breast milk will change depending if she has a boy or a girl. Wow. Boys get like more protein in the milk they've tested. Girls get more calcium and more fat. I think. Whoa. Um. Yeah, and then your milk will change as the baby ages. So the newborns get a totally different type of milk as, like, say, a seven-month or eight-month-old baby. Huh. It, it, the, the human body is just absolutely incredible. I mean, I don't see how anybody can see a human and think that it was an accident. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Who knew? still don't know or understand, <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's cool. Well, I appreciate hearing from you, Kelly. Yeah, sure thing. It was good talking to you. All right. Take care. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Before I get back to calls, a few super chats. Asmador over there on Trovo.live slash The Hake Report. By the way, shout out to Asmador. Thank you for hosting the show. By the way, I, I, um, if you go to my about section on thehakereport.com slash about, I think, um, if you scroll down, you will see different select blog posts, which include... Some of my um, appearances on other shows, including the Crypto Report from, uh, it would have been February, it would have been Valentine's Day 2020? Was it a year and a half ago? So you can check that out. He uploaded it, Asnador uploaded it to his uh, Odyssey, O-D-Y-S-E-E, Odyssey video. So that's cool. You can hear that whole interview and the precursor to it. Nice, and he says, if, if women having abortions are quote-unquote victims, shouldn't we protect them from being victimized by outlawing abortion? Yes, indeed. They say, oh, most of the time the men are pressuring the women to do it. I don't know if that's true, but a lot of times, men, the men don't want their babies killed. But they have no say in the issue. Of course they should have a say. Cheesehead69 says, but what about her career? <laughs> yeah, I know. A sarcastic, of course. Someone did something. Gave a super chat on streamlabs.com slash the Hake Report and said, if you're going to put us through this music, at least give us more maize. Maize is my favorite color and 
your favorite color too? I shall give you more maize if maize does call in. By the way, Tay Maze over there on the chat says, Wrong, caller. Dick Gregory paid $2 million to have research done on breast milk. FYI. Well, she wasn't talking about Dick Gregory. Dick Gregory is, a, or was, back when he was alive, a black man who, male, who was really into health, pretty healthy at an old age. He did die. He was into the black thing that was, that was not a positive aspect of his life, sort of an activist guy, angry. He was interviewed by Jesse Lee Peterson when I was producer. Did you know that? Wow. Cool. Check it out. It's on the uh, Bond YouTube channel. But uh, he was into the health thing. He was, he was more natural health type stuff. He was not a mainstream, uh, what you think of as health expert or corporate thing, Tay Mays. So you're both right. You're both right. But interesting. I did not know that about Dick Gregory. That's cool. He was also a comedian, right? I think a comedian. Somewhat. He was an activist. Let me get to Jeremiah from Louisiana. He wants to correct me on uh, some stuff that he's interested in. (laughs) Jeremiah in Louisiana, thank you for holding. What's up? Yeah, so... First off, I meant uh, King uh, Alexander's successors. His most evil one was Antiochus Epiphanes. His, his predecessor was Darius the Third. Okay, so, so whoever said it wasn't Darius, it was it was Darius the Third. So is it different mistaken. Darius? He was referring. Right, Darius King Darius the Third. For those of you who don't know what we're talking about, um, a couple of days ago, a few days ago, Jeremiah called in from Louisiana talking about Men's History Month. He wanted to give a Men's History Month contribution, and he brought up Alexander the Great, whom he referred to as Alexander the Greek. (laughs) Or Alexander the Macedonian. (laughs) Okay. And uh, he was was talking about his successors, and I had no idea what he was talking about, so I kind of cut him off. But some of the people in the chat were saying, well, actually, and he mentioned a guy named Darius, well, there have been many Dariuses, so you're talking about a different yeah. Darius from Darius the Great. Darius the Third. Okay. Yeah, Darius the Third. All um, right. Now, as far as and Esau, what was right? the point? <laughs> what was the point of that? Were those I men? To give you, my brought up, you brought that up of, in uh, Men's History Month. Month. Yeah, I wanted to give my contribution. So those Just were men you how, that you admired. How, how wicked they were. No, I hell no. But I was telling hey, you how no? how wicked they were. <laughs> Oh, okay. They, the mo- wickedness multiplied in the earth when, when the Greeks took over. That's what it felt like. I wouldn't be surprised anyway, if that was on true. To, on to, on to uh, Esau, right? So if you, if you read Genesis chapter three fourteen, it says, And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and dust shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put immunity between thee and the woman and between thy seed and her seed. Enmity. It shall bruise enmity, correct. Yeah. It shall bruise thy head and thou shalt bruise his heel, right? Now, right. a lot of people don't get this, uh, verse 15. Enmity would be uh, separation, right? Basically like a petrol basically Yeah, like we're, a petrol like, we're like enemies, This the uh, right. sons of Satan a are natural, enemies with like, the sons of natural, Eve. Like a natural enemy, like you know how you hate black people. No, I don't it's hate like black a natural, people. It's like a natural. 
it's like a natural uh a, a natural wall between us basically no there's no you wall think you're between better us. than you think you're better than black people or no, however you want to put it you kind of bragging both about it but anyways uh-huh. that's what that that what that is saying it has a few other scriptures about about uh the the serpent crawling on its belly right if you read isaiah 49 and 23 i believe it says that um that your kings and queens shall be thy nursing uh, fathers and mothers, and thou shalt lick up the dust from thy feet. Now, you probably don't know what that, you don't probably don't understand what that means. It's future prophecy because Isaiah spoke a lot about future prophecy in his book. About what? That, that's future, future prophecy? prophecy. That, that hasn't happened yet. Yeah, that, that hasn't happened yet, but it will. Um, <laughs> okay. It also says a lot in Revelation about I, the serpent. I don't understand um, you know, what the point of all and this as well as mess Micah. is. Micah, Micah, Micah also says that these people will come out like, matter of fact, let me see if I can get it. Micah, I believe it's 7 and 17. It says, uh, thou Jeremiah. shalt lick the dust like a serpent. Jeremiah, oh, all second. this reading, is, all this reading one, is not helping. All this reading is not second, clear. Though. Just give, let, me, let me get through this. And I, no, I'll, no, I'll, no, I'll, no, no, no. Because you don't just <laughs> use my show just to put out this mess. Nobody even knows what you're talking about. It's not mess. It's it, the Bible. It mess. What are you talking about? It's mess. It's the Bible. But so it's mess. mess. It's mess when you bring it with no understanding. And you're not bringing understanding. You're not mess. being clear. This is understanding. No, you're not understanding. You're not you have no understanding. So how, how are you getting the understanding? You're this not is, even letting me read this it. This is low IQ babbling. Please so put a stop to it. you're not even letting me read it. But because the read, all this reading is boring. And you have no clue what you're talking about. Hank, didn't you say you read the Bible? Yes. How how do how do y'all how do reading y'all, on how do you air to people who have no idea why you're reading it? You don't even tell us that why you're reading this. What, what, you gave us no context. That y'all actually call the Black Bible people don't and, and know how to communicate. Black people don't know how but to communicate is what JLP says, and he is right. Um, Jeremiah, enmity is deep hatred, and has and the verse has about the yeah, serpent has nothing to do. The, the verse has nothing. He's not. He's not even listening. The verse has nothing to do with Esau. Jeremiah, you can't be interrupting me when, the, when I'm in the middle of talking. It's not how you, communication works. Should I give him one more chance or should I let him go? I think I'll let you go, Jeremiah. Thanks for calling. What a mess. So for Men's History Month, he talks about how... Anyway, what a mess. That was Maze's uh, son... Someone did something. <laughs> are, you, are you happy with me? I gave you Maze's son. He's, he's, I think Maze is a little bit less nasty, though. I don't know, though. Who's worse, Jeremiah or Maze? <laughs> There's no communicating with that guy. He just wants to jump in. and I can't even tell what he's saying because it's a weird cadence, says a little stinker. It's mess because he has no idea what he's talking about. It's the Bible. Terrible. Oh, what a shame. Such a bad way to live. It's funny how he accuses me of being what he is. Because he accuses me of hating black people. He's the one who hates white people. <laughs> he thinks we're, he's better than me. What a mess. Jeremiah's worst says, uh, Fabriets. Fabriets. He also hates blacks. No love. Maze's son. Is it an insult? It should be an insult. Um, anyway, guys. Speaking of this 
degeneracy and death and destruction. You know, abortion is very high in the black community. And what else is very high in the black so-called community? It's not really a community. I've made this point before. A community is made up of families. That's why the LGBT madness is no community. They're not one. They're not a family. They don't make families. They subvert families and the parents feel sorry for the kids and then they accept it, right? And abortion too is a major issue because blacks disproportionately kill their babies. And there's also crime too. There are some who claim that blacks committing abortions has reduced black crime. I question it, but some say it's undoubted. Uh, Yesterday we were talking about Richard Spencer. Somebody asked about Richard Spencer, because I interviewed him on my show, and then he interviewed me on his show too, uh, a year or two ago. He tweeted, he's an atheist guy, into the white thing, um, (laughs) pro-Biden. He used to be pro-Trump, but he felt alienated by Trump. Uh, He said on Twitter last night, when you talk to white liberals about abortion, it doesn't take much effort to uncover their inner Lothrop Stodard. Lothrop Stodard. Who is Lothrop Stodard? I looked it up. Theodore Lothrop Stodard. This is a search. Was an American historian, journalist, political scientist, white supremacist, and white nationalist. Stodard wrote several books which advocated eugenics and scientific racism, including the rising tide of color against white world supremacy. He advocated a racial hierarchy, which he believed needed to be preserved through anti-miscegenation laws. Miscegenation means race mixing. Stodard's books were once widely read by uh, both inside and outside the United States. Born in in, uh, 1883, died in 1950 in Washington, D.C. Educated at Harvard College and Harvard University. A Republican. (laughs) Oh, dear me. But uh, white liberals... uh, who support abortion are, have an inner Lothrop Stodard, according to Richard Spencer. He also goes on, with Christian conservatives, you quickly find that they are radical third-worldists at heart, <laughs> as opposed to people who like civilization like Lothrop Stodard did, according to what I gather Richard Spencer is implying. Very interesting. Radical third-worldists at heart. Meaning, let the third world people have their babies. They're making major babies. The blacks make major babies. The Hispanics make major babies. The Asians, meaning Muslims. Well, maybe it doesn't necessarily mean Muslims, but Asians and Muslims make major babies. And uh, whites are not having enough babies. We need to ban pornography and condoms and... What was that term that that lady called in about from Michigan? Uh, Birth control. Ban birth control. It's not good. So that's what Richard Spencer said. And I knew what he was getting at. I knew he was implying that, oh, when you abort the blacks, then the black kids, 
kids get killed as little babies before they're born rather than growing up to be criminals. Or bring about the third world dominance, right? <laughs> because Muslims are making major babies and that was the motive for that uh, eco-fascist guy, Brenton Tarrant, to shoot up the synagogues over in Christchurch, of all places, New Zealand. Syn- no, not synagogues, mosques <laughs> in Christchurch, New Zealand. What a slap in the face to Christchurch, New Zealand, that they have to put up with mosques. How far New Zealand has fallen. But anyway, he shot him up uh, because he felt that the Muslims were t- making too many babies and it was causing pollu- world pollution or something. And yeah, a lot of these third world people, don't they litter and it's a mess. Anyway, this person named Memes did it replied to Richard Spencer and said, with radical pro-life slash far-right people, it's hilarious to see them justify being pro-life while wanting to prevent demographic change and higher crime rates. So this guy wants to preserve the white majority by abortion on all the POCs. (laughs) Or not all, but, uh, you know, trick them into making it voluntary. (laughs) And high crime rates. Particular demographics stay the same due to abortion along with crime. And so I suggested that evil and, cr- and crime has risen post-1950s because in the 50s, crime was not very high. Not that I knew of. It, according to even The Antidote, Jesse Lee Peterson's book, The Antidote. In part because of abortion, I say. I've never heard anybody make this point. But the deadening of the mother's souls makes a meaner so-called family life for <laughs> what I use a, a slang term at, or a euphemism, at-risk teens, meaning black youth. And honestly, the, uh, some of the Hispanics committing abortions, some of the whites committing abortions, but blacks commit them like crazy. And they say, you know, that... Um, that, oh, it's undoubted that, abor- that abortion has, de- you know, the great abortion rates. Because in some cities in New York, some years, recent years, there have been more abortions of black babies than black babies born. In other words, they're, they're killing more than 50% of their babies in the womb. 50% of uh, pregnancies, more than 50% ended in abortion in New York City in certain years among blacks. Crazy, huh? One guy says street crime rose post-50s because of increased drug trafficking from Latin America plus the evil civil rights movement, which increased crime, right? Other crimes have become less of a problem since then. Corruption, mafia, and mobs, etc. I don't know about that, man. (laughs) That's what somebody told me. And I say abortion is part of the destruction of the so-called civil rights movement. You can't brush aside the quote-unquote legal cruelty of women killing their babies in the womb. What do you think that does to them? You heard that lady call in, say that her best friend from childhood went off the deep end. And I'm not blaming it all on abortion because the evil started well, well before she decided to get that abortion, right? The evil within. It's good versus evil. But... Mothers play a huge role in criminals forming. And by the way, I think I read somewhere that most women who get abortions already have children. 
So it's not as if they get abortions and they never have any children. They get abortions and they already have children. Think about how they go home and treat their children after they've deadened and desensitized their souls all the more, right? And then those children grow up to be criminals, I say. That's what I think. And I'm sticking to it. It seems logical to me. Anyway, let me get to uh, another call or two. John in Kentucky, back on the line. How are you doing, John? I'm doing good, man. Nice. How are you doing good? Uh, what do you mean? You, when you say you're doing good, that means you're doing good in the world. I'm still living, yeah. I'm still oh, living. that still means breathing. you're doing well. You're doing fine. Well, fine, good, well. No, doing good means you're doing moral good. Hey, you'd argue with a brick wall, you know that. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> That's my, uh, my grammar now. I got a question about abortion. I got a question about abortion. Yeah. Do you, do you genuinely care when blacks and Mexicans abort their babies? Or do you only care about uh, being against abortion because whites are declining in population? Neither. Abortion is, I don't, one, I don't really care that much about people killing their babies. I don't think anybody really does. They get emotional about it, and, and then it's a form of caring, but that's not the right way to care. And then, two, I don't care about abortion because of the decline of white babies. Uh, I care about it independently of either of those things. It's wrong. So, are you, are, do you agree that abortion is wrong? Yeah, I do, personally. Yeah. But what do you mean? What do you mean pro, personally? Pro choice people. I'm one of those pro-choice people. Oh, you are. Then why would you? To the person. Personally, what's the meaning? You just rendered you. it meaningless to think that abortion is wrong. <laughs> no, not exactly. So you're a libertarian. Cringe. I can think that it's wrong. I can think that it's wrong, but not try to enforce it on somebody else because. What? What's what's wrong about it, or why is it wrong, in your opinion? Because uh, life is special, and me and my wife, we just had kids. It took us a long time to have kids. Nice. Congrats. And uh, I'm, not a, I'm not for killing babies before they get a chance to live. Yeah. So then what? how do you justify saying, oh, we don't have the right to tell a woman not to kill the baby? How do you because justify saying, oh, we can't tell them not to? It's easy for me to say I'm against abortion, but right. I can't tell you what to do. That's but, a complex that white people have trying to enforce uh, things on other people. That's why whites are are uh, power, slightly less thing. off the deep end immoral than blacks. Because you're a man, you should tell people what to do and what not to do. A little bit. At least in terms yes. of not committing yes, a, own, a killing yes, of a baby. Somebody, if you own somebody, yeah, but you don't own anybody. But these these a, women act a like diverse world with a, a tons of ways of think, thinking. So, but look, these but, women uh, think that they own the babies, and they think that they are the decide who lives or dies. That's evil. That's and between them and God, though. It's not just not between God. them and God. It's it's also between the 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 husband or the the man who made the baby. He has no say. Yeah, but, but, do you agree with Do you but, agree with the notion that yeah, the man? Yes. yes. Wait. Yes, what? I do. Yes. What? I believe that the man should have a say in whether the baby lives or is aborted. Okay. Interesting. But you, on the other hand, you can't tell somebody else. You can't do that with your baby. 
you can't. I mean, you, you can say your opinion, but you can't. You know. What's the it. What's the difference between a baby who's born and a baby who's not born? Let's say a, a child. Let's say a, a woman decides to kill her five year old child. What's no? You can't do that. Why not? Well, the child is five years old. The child's been on Earth for five years. They have all these different arguments about babies being in the womb, and after so many weeks, you know, it's not considered a baby. I don't know anything about it, so I'm not gonna I'm not gonna act like I do. But because they're trying to they're is, trying to intimidate you out of having a a rightful opinion as a man on on right and wrong, man. But my thing is just not Jesse down. Uh, <laughs> don't cut. Uh, hey, yeah. Yesterday. Yesterday I heard you say that you want America to stay primarily white. Right. It won't be primarily white if you get rid of abortion. Well, It'll I'll be, deal with that in we'll deal with that in other ways. Like we will like make we'll that's make what, more that's what I want to hear. Like what? We'll we will that's what de- I want to hear. Deport the illegals, um stop end up end this uh influx of the people. Of the uh, refugees and the um, immigrants and all that, L- legal and illegal, and we'll cut out, um, we'll outlaw pornography and all that stuff. What are you going to do to the blacks? What are you going to do to the blacks? Do nothing except for uh, encourage them to be moral again and throw the criminals in jail, back in jail where they belong, and bring back the death penalty for those who commit uh, capital murders upon each other or, or other races too. And just no, just be sensible about it. We need to bring back justice and and more morals. If if we so, had a, if we had third world moral people, we would be better off than if we had third world immoral people, right? But you're going to be well. You're going to be the minority regardless. You don't know that. You can't predict the future. I mean, the way it's going, you're going to be the minority regardless. And so why so, wouldn't I want them to be at least moral and not be killing uh, babies? I don't, I don't want them to kill the babies either, but right. if they didn't kill the babies, you're definitely going to be the minority. So No, no, I mean, you, you don't know that because you don't know that because you take a measure and you don't know what side effects will happen. You take, especially when you do the right thing, you, you never do. know what, what good can come from that. Stuff that you don't but even imagine. That's not realistic. Of course it is. You think every, Doubting you think Thomas over here. Right Are you sure your name Who? isn't Thomas? Doubting Thomas? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> because you're doubting God. I'm doubting you. You, you playing God. No. You play God. The woman is playing God. She's saying, I decide who lives or dies. And by the way, is no, it, actually, is it, is abortion, white men. is, you should be thankful for white men. Is, is abortion, man, I care less about a white man, well, go ahead. Is abortion cri- morally wrong or criminally wrong? Killing a, well, killing it's a baby. Crimi- it's not criminally wrong. Should because, it be? Uh, in certain cases, if you have a person that's just having sex, being promiscuous, being promiscuous, and just aborting their kid every year, then yes. But if you have rape, if you have incest, then obviously, you know, maybe that needs to, abortion needs to be okay then medically. So but that's, that's what I would say. Yeah. I, I, I disagree with you, but I know what you're saying. Whatever. Uh, so, if, so if you and your sister had a kid... <laughs> 
if, if, if you rape your Why do you have to do that, you man? Probably, <laughs> you probably do. <laughs> jeez. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not oh, supposed to say man. jeez. That's short for Jesus. Did you know that? See, man, you laughing about that, boy. That means, I don't know. I can't say, but look, I, I got to get yeah, back Yeah, I mean, here, they, that, because that's a dirty move to bring up, because all these... But you laugh about it, though, so something's something Because there. it's kind of funny, because I know the stereotype of the whites being all inbred, but, you know, I mean... Where there's smoke, there's fire. That's what they say. <laughs> the so. smoke is imaginary, man. There's a whole lot of no snitch culture in the black community, and we all know that there's. Hey, a man, but look, you're cutting uh, me off there. Blacks rate more and are more inbred. There is a whole lot of. No, I don't know about that. Oh I don't yeah. Know about that. That's oh yeah. Statistic. No snitch culture. It's a fact. You look at you look at the uh, child, so-called sex uh, abuse in, in that community because they don't have families. They don't have fathers. Or less so, anyway. Oh, I you, know it happens, but I, I'm saying you don't have stats for it. Oh, I don't have them, you but have I know that, that it's a fact. I know that they are disproportionately, uh, the black kids are disproportionately victimized, and it's not white people doing it to them. It's oh, their family oh, it's members. it's definitely white. It's the, well, no, it's not. What are you are talking sick. about? Now you're just speculating out of ignorance. What white a shame. White people are sick when it comes to that. No, so, so are you. No, Catholic. Y'all well, I say so are you. I don't know about you personally, but so are blacks are worse than that. It's just not about talked that, about. I do know about that. I, I, I do know about that. Growing up. You personally didn't I, see I it didn't because see it, it was under covers. Did you grow up around? Did you grow up around a lot of broken or non-existent families, where it's a single uh, mother, yeah. and yeah. Uh, yeah. men coming in and out and everywhere? Yeah. I then did. you don't you you weren't aware of what was going on. Because it is pretty rampant, actually. And it's not talked about. And there have been blacks who do say that this is not talked about, but it's common. Hey, man. White men do it to their own kids, man. What kind of stuff you, is so that? So you say. So you say. You know it's true. You know it's no, true. No, I know that it. I know that it's more more That's dominant in the black community. The inbred joke. The incest joke. You laughed about that because you know it's true. No, I laughed about it because I know that you would go there. I'm not surprised that you would go there. It's just kind of shocking for you to bring it up. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Well, well hey, you have a... Hey, no, last thing. Yeah. I, I like the way Art got you together yesterday on the N-Word. He didn't get me together. Yeah, he did. You How so? Down. You was respectful to him. If I'm, was me I'm, telling you If that, you look closely... If it was me telling you that, you, you would have been more argumentative, but you was like, I don't want to debate. Yeah, I, I wanted to move on. Said. I wanted to move on, but, but he, he admitted, he together. you'll notice that Art, he talked about punching people in the face if they disrespect him, yeah. right? I, I'm the same way. I'm you, the same way. What, you would punch somebody in the face if they disrespect Yeah. Have I ever been yeah. disrespectful or called any black the N-word that you've heard me do? You don't Man, know. you know you're not. You're you speculating. You don't got the balls to do that. You don't got the balls to don't, do that. You don't talk do like that, John. Behind. Don't talk like that. What? What? Talk like what? Don't have the the B words to do that. You can't say this the, is a family show. This is a family show, man. There's kids I listening. Doubt, I doubt this is a family show, man. This oh yeah, like, there are uh, kids. There are people. There are parents, families who allow their kids to listen to this show, and you talking oh, and you talking all that's big, bad, and you're only talking you're only just big. you're only proving 
what you are by having that mindset of, of violence toward people who say the N-word. What am I? What am I, the N-word? Yeah, you prove yourself to be that when you react oh, like man, that. Oh, man, he called me the N-word. No, I'm the N-word. So what? <laughs> if you, if you <laughs> think like that, that's how you are. That's what you are. Is, is it not true? It's definitely why, not true. Why is it more offensive from a white than from a black? B- because of how the word came to be. How did the word come to be? Y'all made it up to try to uh, be derogatory toward us, but I don't. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. A lot of people. Oh my god, you are just. No, no. Back in the day, it was back in the. Because I'm not going to put up with your phoniness. Back in the good old days, it was not necessarily good old days. Yes, they were. It's not good old days for us. It's for you. They were good for you too. They were better. You guys were better off. You were more moral. You had families. You worked. Man, listen. I got. I got house. I got a house. I got cars. I got insurance. And you think abortion Black is okay? Black people had that stuff back then. Black people didn't have that stuff back then, so it wasn't better off. That's 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 physical stuff. Spiritually, you're you guys are a mess. Yeah, but it makes you more comfortable too. I'm not living in some shack working for some stupid ass white man. Keep it clean, like man. You What's your problem? Do? What? I said keep it clean. You said stupid a. White man. Oh, oh. And those well, and the slave owners. Man, you can't cuss at all on your show, Right. Yeah. We keep it. We keep it. Uh, yeah, the B word. Child friendly. <laughs> yeah, I called it the B word. Anyway. Yeah. Our testicles. Then you don't have the testicles. No. Man. Don't talk like that. Oh my God. All right. Hey, I gotta go, man. <laughs> all right. Nice talking talk to with you. Take care, John. What a mess. <laughs> we are over the top of the hour, guys. It's time to take a quick break. <laughs> Hang yourself in good. And GGA is, is, uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, I will get to more calls, guys. But first, and I have more stuff to talk about, too. But first, more from the Knights of the New Crusade. Speaking of... Ain't no monkeys in my family tree. <laughs> that is a uh, from the 2004 album, My God is Alive, Sorry About Yours, Songs in Praise of Our Lord God and in Condemnation of Sin. Enjoy, and I'll be right back for the rest of Hour 2. <laughs> well, there's monkeys in the jungle, there's monkeys in the zoo.
some monkeys are crooks. Some of those monkeys even ride dishonest monkey books. They'll say that Jesus' miracles never did occur, and that our ancestors were covered in fur. I don't know about them, but I know about me, and there ain't no monkeys in my family tree. No, there ain't no monkeys in my family tree. So good. Hydro says, Hydro with the super chat, <laughs> says, uh, these black callers show us exactly what is wrong with the black communities. And he says, low IQ emotional males who act like women who refuse to stand up for what is good. And he's referring, I think, to the abortion situation. Thank you, Hydro. I didn't know art was such an N-word, says Hydro. Whoa, <laughs> Hydro. <laughs> Contain yourself. Rock Climber, with a super chat, says, If whites really, quote-unquote, hated blacks, why would a majority of people fighting for abortion to be outlawed be whites and the majority, or plurality anyway, of the people having abortions be black? Good point, Rock Climber. We want the black community to be moral. Single mom doing her best, gave a super chat and said, Jeremiah argued just like my baby daddy. Golly! <laughs> Rod Climber also says, both these blacks who called in today, Jeremiah and John, great biblical names, are both mama's boys, says Rock Climber. They think violence is strength when really not reacting and carrying on with your own lives and doing the right thing, that is strength. These guys got dropped off by Mohammed in Jackson's spaceship. <laughs> Interesting. Thank you, Rock Climber. Thank you for the... Uh, uh, Hydro and Single Mom doing her best for the super uh, chats. Asmodor has links to uh, the most inbred uh, populations on Earth and indeed North Africa, India. Those are uh, hot spots. Let me show you guys this. This is. Posted in 2016, June of 2016, in a forum. Uh, this guy says, I am not a bigot. However, this chart is not at all surprising. I'll post this in, the, in this folder. It's just called a screenshot once it transfers in there. But yeah, why is it considered... <laughs> why is it considered having guts, right, to use, the, to use a cleaner euphemism? To foolishly go up to somebody and just disrespect them to their face and call it oh, N-word. Like any white even fantasizes about doing that. Give me a break. Nobody, it wouldn't even be, make sense. But I do fight for the freedom of speech, right? It is a violation of the freedom of speech. <laughs> Brandon M. says, hey, you should play that song more often. <laughs> Ain't no monkeys in my family tree. That's against uh, evolution, right? Macroevolution. <laughs> what was I about to say? Oh, why is it considered tough to do the... Uh, tough to do the wrong thing? It should be considered tough to do the right thing and speak the truth. I don't care about the N-word, but it's, but it's uh, an outright violation of the basic freedom of speech. And there is a time and place for the N-word, right? There's a time for everything. Um... It's a violation of the freedom of speech. It's a First Amendment violation to have such a thing as hate crimes because you're punishing people extra for something that they said 
or something that you in your mind they you think that they thought and they're pretending oh this is terrorism give me a break so i gave you this uh consanguinous marriage uh chart of the world the white area is unknown so southern africa and and mid africa central africa are unknown but northern africa is more known 50% plus in like certain areas um in uh eastern africa or or western what is that asia crazy did you see the screenshot of that thing it's a uh, just a screenshot i think in the main folder just to show the people and um you know they when you look at the crime rates or the victimization child sex victimization these children are getting vic- so-called victimized and yeah in some cases it's real in foster homes this is uh that's inbred that's inbreeding consanguineous marriage meaning you share the same blood both the man and the woman southern uh is that is that southern is it dark down there in southern south america too or am i imagining that yikes anyway uh what was i saying i forget what a mess it's not important Oh, yeah, someone gave a super chat on Streamlabs and said, Caller could have said, you don't have the gall, the gumption, the fortitude, the nerve, the audacity. Any one of those words would have swerved, served as a sufficient alternative of what he said. He black. Oh, yeah, I was talking about the um, victimization of children, the uh, sex crimes against children. People say, oh, that's white people. Well, I mean, what, white Hispanics? (laughs) Um, You look at it, and uh, black kids are highly disproportionately uh, in that world. Victims of sex crimes. Because look at it. There are are oftentimes... uh, Occasionally, it might be a so-called white. Um, in foster homes, foster homes is a hotbed for that mess. And uh, what else? Unmarried, unmarried women. Women are doing that a lot to kids, and they get away with it, right? Um, and they bring in step-parents. Step-parents are kind of notorious for this kind of thing. Sex crimes against the, uh, or Im- Im- immoral sex stuff with the children. Step-parents. Step-mothers, step-fathers. Oh, that's a small group of islands south of the, uh, South America. Brandon M. says Pakistan is like 60% inbred. Dang. Is that what happened to... Malala? I don't know. <laughs> Asmodor says, there is a, to everything there is a season and a time for every purpose under heaven. This is from, I believe, Ecclesiastes or maybe Proverbs. A time to say the N-word and a time to say black. Yeah. 
a time to show respect and a time to show disrespect because there are things that are worthy of disrespect. And yeah, I mean, I mean, I know that there have been supposedly like white women, like those two white lesbians, supposedly they were white, I don't know. Maybe one of them was not actually, who adopted a bunch of black children and they were abused in a bunch of different ways. And then those two white lesbians, they drove off a cliff with some of the black kids in the vehicle. Remember that some years back? And there was a viral photo, incidentally, of one of these black kids who was hugging and crying uh, a fat white cop at a Black Lives Matter protest the year before or a few years before. It was a viral photo. It was a feel-good photo of, of uh, propaganda of a cop sympathizing, empathizing with the bl- black child who had a white lesbian adoptive parents, so-called. So-called white. I'm leery. So, yeah, that's sort of some disgusting stuff going on. Anyway. Let me get to a call. Jacob in North Carolina wants to talk uh, on this aggression that's coming from so many blacks. Jacob, what's up? Hey, hey, how's it going, man? Going well. How are you? Doing pretty good. Pretty good. Cool. What's up? Yeah, man. I was listening to that guy Art uh, talk and ramble on. and um, Art I today? Didn't... Art didn't call today. Yeah. Oh, who was the black guy that was talking? Uh, John from Kentucky called most recently. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, John, I mean, he's a typical black person in the United States. He's, he uses his aggression, right, and his, uh, his fake dominance to try to get people to agree with him. And then they wonder why they're all in jail. Wow. Yeah. You know? No, yeah. And he's one of the more well-behaved guys. He's decent. He's... I mean, he supposedly has a, a semblance of decency. He's married. He has children. He calls and and maintains, uh, even though he he grumbles about it, he maintains a semblance of civility. But yeah, he is for the. Uh, he fell f- just like JLP described doing. He fell for the. I don't care about other people killing their babies. Mm. Yeah. And then he falls yeah, well, for that. Uh, that. Hating whites who say the N-word thing. Terrible. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think the, the thing about it is black men nowadays are so insecure. It's like, you know, it's almost like we're not afraid of you. Nobody's afraid of you, but we're, like, afraid of the reaction, right? It's like, they're like a woman almost, right? Like, you don't want to say something, not because <laughs> you're scared of her, but you're just, like, you don't want to, like, you know, hurt her feelings or, you know, get her all riled up and stuff. I mean... Yeah, it is, but, a, for, um, it is a form of fear, but it's not necessarily a... Yeah, I know, I know what you mean. It is, it is fear, but it is a, a, a fear of the evil, angry spirit that comes out of them. Yeah, I, and yeah. I look at somebody like Donald Trump, for instance, right? He's extremely dominant, right? and he can be even considered aggressive, but he's not, like, the same way. He's absolutely not the same way. Right, he's appropriate... I mean, He's appropriate in Absolutely. all circumstances. If he's if it's a time to be, be vulgar, he'll be vulgar. <laughs> if it's a time to be quiet, he'll be quiet. Yeah, you're right. 
Yeah, man. And what a shame it is. It really disturbs me to hear it come out of people's mouths, the blacks' mouths, when they say something about white people like they're white A A's or something like that. Right. You know? I'm not going to cuss, but, you know, and it's just like, dude, like, what if I just reversed it? Like, all these black A people, you know? I know. It's like, <laughs> such a shame. Like, he has, such such, a, shame he has a resentment for slave owners whom he's never met, doesn't know. He doesn't know what it was like, but people are, people harbor this false self-righteous resentment, righteous anger, self-righteous anger about something that has nothing to do with them. Slavery. Give me a break. Get over it. What a beta male. Yeah. What a beta male. And are you because are you white or black? Or what are you? I'm like Hispanic. I'm sixty percent black. Um, no, 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 sixty percent white, forty percent black. Nice. Um mixed. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um but it's absolutely ridiculous, man. It's it's beta male behavior hundred percent. Yeah. To blame others like that. And you know what, dude? I feel like he's gonna suffer and he's gonna feel bad and he the way that he's living his life and the way that his character is, people like that that resent uh, stuff for absolutely no reason at all, they're going to suffer bad. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. He's walking around the planet, you know, being mad at things he has nothing to do with. I mean, it's only going to hurt you. Right. You know? Yeah, man. Good points. Good points. That's love. Recognize yeah. it, John. This is love. So you're Joel yeah. 2.0. Back and better huh? than ever. Back and better than before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm playing. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what I don't know what's gonna happen to our country though, man. I think unless blacks come back to conservative ideas, I mean, because whites are not gonna stop, you know, supplementing to blacks. I don't think anytime soon. I not think a good thing. That ship is long sailed. So I think it's up to a lot of the blacks to be more conservative and to you know wake up from you know the sleep slumber of the Democrats and stuff and. I think, you know, come back to natural conservative values, I think then we'll be okay, maybe. But it's like, like the whites are never going to stop supplementing to these guys. By supplementing, you're talking about, like, catering and cowering and kissing up. I know there's going to be a, there's always going to be an aspect of that evil in the world, but it doesn't have to be this extreme. I think that there is an awakening among whites and blacks and others to stop all this kissing up mess. There is a there's a there's a minority. There is a remnant. There will always be a remnant. You can't stamp out the truth. Right, right. Yeah. I and I, I see online, dude, a lot of people are waking up, man. Like, yeah. a lot of people are. A lot of whites are just like, no, screw this crap. You know? Right. <laughs> I'm not dealing with this. I'm just as human as you are, so back up, you know. Right. So But some of them are some of them are just not dropping their anger, they're just switching ideologies, which isn't bringing good into the world. Yeah, yeah, man. I mean, for me, for instance, right, I've gotten into looking into, you know, fascist ideas and stuff, and like, you know, Mosley Oswald and, you know, um, Hitler and all these other guys, I mean, and because that's like an extreme on the spectrum, dude. It's like, and a lot of these guys like Jared Taylor, I'm not saying Jared Taylor's a fascist by any means, of course he's not. But, I mean, like, there's a certain anger and a certain type of, um, you know, um, spirit that you have when it comes to certain things like that. Yeah. And that can't be the way to go. Like, to live your life in a defensive way, like, in us versus them type of way, like, constantly, is that cannot be where you get your identity from. Because when the problem goes away, what are you going to do? Who are you going to blame now, you know? Oh, yeah, interesting. Yeah, a lot of people get their identity from these values and things. 
or these ideas and their knowledge. And that's true. That is not, that is not, um, that's not your real identity. That's for sure. Yeah. Like, like what are, what are the blacks going to do when the white people go away? Who are they going to blame next? <laughs> I know. They'll never be satisfied. Be, it's a monster. They're going to be sick to their stomachs. Yep. <laughs> they're going to be, yeah, they're going to be really hurting for, uh, for somebody to blame. They'll probably still blame white. Yeah. Like, where are they? We don't know, man. We got rid of them, but still hate them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I know that Trump is, Trump is like out of the picture, but there are still people like hung up on Trump. They are addicted to their hatred. Yeah, I, I think that's one of the big differences, too, between, like, a political conservative person and, like, a spiritually conservative person. You know, politically conservative, they're always so active, you know, in regards to, like, who is this guy here, and they're so angry, you know, and what yeah. are these Democrats doing this and that and that. And I know you do it because you're news. Like, you literally, you know, you put the news on air, which is fine. Uh-huh. But the average person doesn't have any business necessarily being so involved in it. Right. Because the spiritual matter is much more important. Right? Yes. I totally agree. I have Art on the line who has a question for you. Art from Ohio. Do you want to talk with him? Sure. Okay. Uh, let me bring in... Let me actually make this do this tap. I'm bringing in Art in Ohio to talk with Jacob. Art, you had a question for Jacob in North Carolina? Yeah, hey, hey, how you doing, Jacob? Uh, my main man, uh, hey, hey, go ahead. Uh, I want to ask uh, the dude from uh, the caller, what is he talking about supplementing uh, 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 Negroes? What does that mean? What do you? I mean, let's get down to this. It sounds like you're beating around the bush, man. What do you mean by oh, whites uh, supplementing to blacks? So like affirmative action, you know, bowing the knee uh, in the culture, putting blacks in places where they don't belong, you know, when it comes to jobs and schools and all these other, and, and just white men generally just feeling like they have to give blacks an extra push in order to be, you know, on the same level, which is they should work for it. So you ain't, so you're not talking about like mean to supplement them as far as bringing Africans in from Africa and uh, Mexicans and uh, Afghans and supplementing them that way. He means he means you. serving them. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, kiss, kissing up to them and giving them affirmative action, mm-hmm. giving them free stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I was just because I was when I was hearing it, I just I was kind of lost and I was trying to get an understanding of uh, what he meant. What yeah. you were saying, yeah, what you were meaning, and then I and then another thing is I don't think that uh, uh I mean. I don't know about the other blacks, but uh, I'm not insecure about myself, but I am uh, insecure when I'm seeing that uh, blacks are being put on the back burner or whatnot, and you bringing all these why other nationalities in here. Why are they put on the back burner? Who's putting them on well, the back when, burner? Well, when I go to, when I go to uh, get a job in, they not calling me back because they're hiring another uh, uh another ethnic culture in my spot because they feel like they can get over on a Mexican or African and pay them less, then, yeah, I'm going to be insecure. Yeah, I'm going to be insecure when the when the course is stepping in and trying to remove me out the house and put the female over top of me when that ain't how it's supposed to be, and you trying to run my household and you don't even know how to run your own household. So I don't think it's more so insecure. I think it's more so I got a problem with it, and I don't appreciate it. And I'm calling uh, an ace to ace and a spade to spade and a uh, BSBS. But go ahead, I'm listening. 
Sure. No, that's fine. I mean, I think those are two different things. I agree with you on the court system and the uh, feminization of America. That's absolutely disgusting. Uh, but, I mean, with the job club, are you qualified the same as the others? I mean, if I graduate to high school and I, if I'm a strong black uh, Negro man, uh, I, so what do you America, mean by so? Okay, yes. Yeah, so, so, Art, this is my question. What do you mean by strong black Negro man? Why do you have to add all that into it? Well, uh, we know Why that, that uh, you brought the Negro slaves over here for a reason to help you build up the land because clearly y'all couldn't do it, <laughs> and that uh, you and, and that they knew that Negroes was able to uh, they was uh, hard workers. Meaning they can get a lot of move and get a lot of stuff done, and that's a, that's just a cold hard fact. Well, that's fine. I mean, that that's cool. I'm not agree- I'm not disagreeing with that, but I'm saying as far as your job goes, I mean, well, it, it, you're well, working for the employer, to, so it doesn't matter if you're strong or black or whatever you are. It just matters if you can get to do the right job, and if you're too combative and you're too you know assertive for the position. I mean, some positions, right? Like the president, you need to be assertive. Some positions, I mean, you don't need to be that assertive. You just gotta chill out, you know. Yeah, maybe, maybe but, Art, you're you're presenting a a way of yourself that you're not gonna fall in line, and the employers are looking for somebody to just fall in line. Well, and I, I and I totally I'm, get you that that they are using the immigrants and they're and they're shutting out blacks. I I get you. I know that that's true. And they're, well, well, they're when I, when, but you may it may be partly your personality. Like what Jacob well, indicated. Like when, I, when I'm saying strong, I mean that if there's a construction job, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't have a damn gay boy out there doing the damn work. <laughs> he got soft hands. You wouldn't have him out there trying to trying to shovel. That's what I mean when I say strong. <laughs> Come on, common sense. And then I know, I but you sh- but you boy, showed up. You showed up at one of these temp agencies with no mask, and everybody else was ma- wearing a mask. And so, I mean, I'm I'm for I'm not for people being forced to wear masks, but it indicates that you're an individual and they're not looking for individuals at those job sites, yeah. at those job places. You know, Art, you know, Art, I think what it is, man, I think it's maybe your personality. And in that, and at that case, man, like me, for instance, dude, I'm getting my own business, man. It's like entrepreneurship is better for people with strong personalities. Yeah. Well, I agree with that, but that's, it's, 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 it's a different story when you're in an area to where they don't want you to be an independent and have your own independent uh, business. Because they try to uh, they try to make they try to make it hard for independent business startups to get started. You see what I'm saying? Well, you know the government. Yeah, yeah, the government and stuff like that. They're not they're not gonna make. Yeah, it they're easy. not on the that's side of they're, they're in the side of big businesses that are on the side yeah. of evil, not on the small businesses who are, are about you, are independent you people. Are, are you a Christian? Christian? Oh yeah, tribe of Judah, Christian tribe, tribe of Judah. But I ain't one of no fake Christians. Okay, well, I'm saying, you know, God never promised us an easy life, man. And sometimes even if it's, you know, if it's unjust, we have to talk and stand up about it. But we, there's always going to be challenges for men. You know what I mean? We always have to push through. So, yeah. you know, even if they are pushing at us and not wanting us to get places, not because we're black, just because evil in general, you know, doesn't mean we have to stop. You know, we have to keep pushing, man. You know? Good advice, Jacob. I appreciate that. Art, you... Hey, thank you, Hey. Yeah, thank you, Art. Um, by the way, Asmodor has a has a comment on what you said about why we brought slaves to America. He said that the, he says the blacks weren't brought here because they were harder workers, but they made better slaves because they were compliant and easily controlled by a small number of whites. And they were for well, sale. Did, the whites were not for sale. 
Well, I disagree I with him because there was different tribes of Negroes that uh, that they picked from certain lands over there in Africa that they knew that they would move. They moved the. Uh, they moved the aggressive uh, certain Negroes down there towards Louisiana. Then they moved the more docile ones more towards, like, Virginia. So, yeah, man, before you get to trying to tell me about uh, <laughs> slavery and stuff, no, I know about my history, so I don't need no – I'm not I'm not one of these CRT uh, students. You, you, I don't need you to try to teach me about where my heritage is. And the, uh, the N-I-G-G-R <laughs> word comes from a land over there in Africa where it was mostly Negroes. Hey, that's where that term comes from. So, yeah, before you get to trying to check Artie Art, baby, baby, yeah, I know <laughs> hey, about Art, a lot more than what you I think. I got a question. I'm listening. Hey, Art, uh-huh. Art, I got a question. Go for it, Jacob. Um, all right, so you, you're saying that the, the blacks, some of the blacks were brought over that were compliant, but it had to do with the tribe they were from, not from the actual yeah. being black. Yeah, well, I mean, because certain tribes in certain areas, they act a certain different way. But go ahead, I'm listening. Okay. No, that, that's actually a that's actually a fair point. I never thought about that because if you look at the Anglo-Saxons over here, like, they're a lot more, um, you know, um, they're a lot more uh, docile than Russians, for instance, right? This is why we, you know, in America, for instance, the Anglo-Saxon community is letting, um, you know, and you can blame the Jews or whatever, but at the end of the day, they're letting other people control their country, and they're being so nice about it. Yeah. Anglo-Saxons have a nice type of um, way of doing things, but if you go to like Russia, they will never let anything like that happen because they're more hard, you know, and stuff. And interesting tribe, for instance, I guess you could say. Interesting. I appreciate great conversation, guys. Thank you, Art Man. Yes, sir. Anything else? Yes, sir. Thank- nah, thank you, Hank Man. Thanks to the call of Father. God bless you. And hey, man. Stop doing a, y'all uh, the, the chat room. Y'all doing a lot of assuming, man. You acting like Jeremiah, man. <laughs> uh, Father God bless you, man, and quit being evil. Catch All right, Art. Take care, man. Yep. All right, man. All right. Thank you, Jacob. Anything else, man? Nah, man. I wish you well, and um, yeah, bro. Have a good, have a good rest of your day. All right, you too. That was great. Appreciate Thanks. it. Bye. Bye. Wow. That was fun. A quick super chat. I liked. I liked how Jacob dealt with Art. That was cool. Uh, Lin Yen Chin with the super chat on Streamlabs. No, no, not Streamlabs. Trovo.live slash The Hake Report. He said, we POC, people of color, especially certain dual citizens from a certain desert dune state, (laughs) need to calm down and exit all government leadership roles. Fat chance, Lin Yen Chin, but I appreciate the sentiment. Then encourage the rise of white baby engineers. If improved life quality is what we want. And I agree with that. I agree. Yeah, we need... <clears throat> we need sensible, white men, Christians, leading. None of this caving to the uh, people. Like what Jacob said about this docile and niceness. Uh, the N-word comes from Niger, the Latin word for black, or, or I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Uh, not from the country of that name, says Asmador. Um, the Irish and English criminals were for sale, technically. Yeah, yeah, that's true. They were for sale. They signed contracts for labor, which is why blacks started to be bought off tribal ships since they had no expiration date. Interesting. Thank you, Brandon M. and Asmador, the Trovo crew, for the, uh, excellent... History lessons. I want to talk about something before. I have Lord Grimm coming up next. He wants to talk about this N-word hypocrisy. 
And uh, Alex in L.A. and the rest of the callers, hang tight, guys. The Knights of the New Crusade. You know that ain't no monkeys in my family tree. Uh, E is for evil. Ecstasy. Um, They were a bunch of dumb liberals. At least one of them was. I read up on them. And no matter how Christian these... All musicians are liberals. I looked this up on, on a search. This is from SF Weekly, San Francisco Weekly. A male, presumably, named Garrett Camps, K-A-M-P-S, wrote this article November 24th, 2004. The article was titled, Okay Then, whatever that means. And he, ex- he describes seeing the Knights of the New Crusade, this supposedly Christian band whose music I'm playing this week. Nice lyrics sometimes. But they're liberals. Listen to this description. This, is not, this part is not liberal. It just shows you that they're artsy or whatever. Listen to how ha- tall this guy is. A six-foot-six-inch man, he estimates, I presume, wearing silvery sleeves meant to look like chainmail, a red and black tunic with a crest stitched in the middle, and a shiny metal torpedo of a helmet that covers his entire face, bursts from the venue with determined speed. He's at a music venue, right? A club with drinking and all that mess. He walks out onto the street, hoists a gigantic Conan the Bear, the Conan the Barbarian sword into oncoming traffic and bellows something like, prepare thyselves for the message of the Lord. Doesn't it sound kind of like them? The front man, whom he calls, Garrett presumes to call him Lancelot, I don't know if that's what he called himself. Announces his band's name, the Knights of the New Crusade, and then drives his sword into the sturdy wooden stage where it sticks straight up. Later, an audience member will reach out to touch the sword and accidentally cut herself. Yes, it's sharp. Whoa. (laughs) And, you know, he quotes the lyrics, I don't care about democracy. I just want a theocracy, Lancelot sings. I think, I don't know if you've heard that line, but if not, maybe you'll hear it at the end of today's show. I do have one more... Knights of the New Crusade song today for you guys. Uh, Theocracy, okay. That's a, the Lancelot guy sings. As his band plays the distorted boogie-woogie surf rock you'd expect to hear in a cheesy 70s movie about drag racing. In between songs, he sermonizes on the crowd about Jesus, setting the mood for tunes like E is for Evil, featuring lyrics such as, He tried to find love in a little pill. He didn't know it was from the devil. Right? E, ecstasy. Don't be taking drugs, kids. (laughs) The crowd loves it. People having a good time cheering and smiling and laughing. Because we assume this is all a big joke, right? There's absolutely no way that four guys dressed like knights performing songs about Christ in a quasi-strip club, quasi-strip club, with alcoholics can be serious. I take a straw poll, Garrett writes. I ask 15 people in the crowd whether they think these guys are being ironic. All 15 agree that they are. And later on in this article, he says, I'll say this, just because the knights are Christian doesn't mean they're bad. I remember this attitude back in 2004 because I hung out with people who went to, you know, hipster types a little bit. Right now, our freedoms in this country are, this is 2004 talking, this guy. 
Our freedoms in this country are being eroded by terrified Christian groups that finally have allies in Washington they've been waiting for. He's talking about George W. Bush. George W. Bush did the Defense of Marriage Act around this time. Defense of Marriage Act. It was, it was a federal law that said marriage is between one man and one woman. Did you know that? Do you remember that? I think I'm, I think I'm not mistaken. So anyway, this guy goes on. Uh, just as the... Fi- oh, no, hold on. Allies in Washington, D.C., that they've been waiting for. We have no love for such groups or their acolytes. Well, to my surprise, Andrews, who is the real name of this guy who wrote this, uh, the front man, whom he was calling Lancelot earlier, right? Andrew. Mike Andrews. Mike Andrews. To my surprise, Andrews, where am I? I just lost my place. Andrews, Mike Andrews, tells me that he voted for Kerry, as in John Kerry. The Knights of the New Crusade, all Christian band, he voted for that wooden-faced Democrat, John Kerry, who became Obama's Secretary of State. He was a disgusting Democrat evil person. What the heck? I thought this guy was a Christian. What a shame. So I ask him what, as a devout Christian, his thoughts are about our current political landscape in which lawmakers and their supporters are invoking so-called moral Christian values in their efforts to eliminate gay marriage, abortion, other countries. He's pretending that, <laughs> it's a, I mean, a whole lot of Christians were on board with the, with the wars overseas because we thought that it was right. But they're trying, oh, we're eliminating other countries. His response, this Garrett says, Garrett Camps, gives me hope. Well, there are people who will tell you that they're invoking Christian values, just as the Pharisees said that they were speaking of biblical values. It's not for me to judge them, but I think there are a lot of false prophets in the world today. I don't know that the Antichrist himself is in the world today, nor the whore of Babylon yet. (laughs) He said that. This is Mike Andrews, who voted for John Kerry. He's the singer, I guess on this Knights of the New Crusade. Uh, Christian man. But there, but there are a lot of people who could be contenders for the Antichrist or the Whore of Babylon. There are a lot of false prophets, a lot of Pharisees. There are a lot of people who are more concerned with the moat in somebody's, someone else's eye, the speck, than the plank in their own eye, he says. I think that if somebody is really living a Christian life, they're not going to be telling other people what to do. Wrong about that, buddy. If someone has set, set themselves up as a judge of other people's morals and behaviors, to me, and I could be wrong, this is my interpretation, but it seems to me distinctly unbiblical. Wow. So this guy is a coward. What a shame. What a shame. He voted for John Kerry. What a disgrace. You know, there's, before I get to Lord Grimm, a little bit more. A little bit more talk. There is some BLM mess going on. They don't quit. They don't give up. They keep on pushing evil. The far-left female run outlet, The Skim, says, Who could be seeing justice? Elijah McLean's family. Remember that name? I saw that name in the chat, I feel like. Elijah McLean. Just recently. And I'd forgotten who that was. I was like, McLean? The guy from Die Hard? Isn't the guy from Die Hard McLean? <laughs> I think it was. Anyway, maybe I'm mistaken. Yesterday, according to the skim, 
Maybe it was earlier than that. Colorado Attorney General Phil Weiser, W-E-I-S-E-R, Democrat, probably not a Christian, announced 32-count indictment against three police officers and two paramedics in Elijah McLean's death. In 2019, the 23-year-old black man, capital B, black man, died after police in Aurora, Colorado, put him in a chokehold, and paramedics injected him with ketamine. Ketamine, with a K. Back then, a coroner's report listed his death as undetermined. And a DA said there wasn't enough evidence to charge anyone in the death. In 2020, the case gained renewed interest after the deaths of Georgia, Florida, and Breonna Taylor. And Governor Jared Polis, Democrat from Colorado, homosexual, by the way, brazen, shameless homosexual. He ha- I think he even has a male husband. It's disgusting. Ordered the state attorney general to look into it. Evil. Now the five are facing charges, cops and paramedics. What a disgrace. Including counts of manslaughter and criminally negligent homicide. The the Aurora Police Association is defending the officers, saying they did nothing wrong. McLean, Elijah McLean was this guy who, skinny black guy, nerdy black guy, who was wearing, I don't know if you've seen this, but there are these open-faced ski masks, and he was wearing an open-faced ski mask I think riding, riding his bike or something like that. And he, I don't know if he matched a description, but they stopped him or something happened and they stopped him. And uh, he started freaking out. Maybe he had a seizure or something, but I think he started freaking out because he had like anxiety or something. He had some type of weird uh, behavioral or mental issue. And, uh, Basically, he was, like, resisting arrest and acting all erratic. And they didn't know what to do, so they handled him and gave him ketamine. Anyway, McLean's, Elijah McLean's mother, 23-year-old man, but he has his mother's involved now, Sheenan McLean, said she is grateful that her son is going to have justice. Since McLean's death, the state of Colorado has banned chokeholds and limits paramedics' use of ketamine to sedate people. But at the federal level, the George Floyd Justice and Policing Act has yet to pass. So evil, huh? So evil. Over stuff that's just... He had a bad heart, too, says Uncle Ted, 88. He was walking home from the store and someone called 911 to report a suspicious person. Yeah. Well, how about uh, deal with the suspicious behavior in the black community? Rather than going after the cops. Give me a break. Anyway, a super chat from uh, Lin Yen Chin, who addresses the Knights of the New Crusade. They might mean well, but no intellectual can be a true Christian. Oh, actually, he may not even be referring to the Knights of the New Crusade. (laughs) Every intellectual is a vector of Pharisee rule over the rest of us, i.e. double vax for, for mama state to certify you as docile sheep and property of her vanity. Great point, man. Great point. (laughs) I'm chuckling because of uh, the chat making me laugh. Bibby42 with the super chat says, Art was speaking like he had to pass a, a kidney stone. Extra, extra today. Yikes. 
Bibby 42. Um, anyway, always check yourselves, guys. Always do that. Let me get to uh, Lord Grimm, though, guys. Lord Grimm in Washington, D.C. Been on hold for some time. Thank you, man, for holding. What's up? Some people did something. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Hey, how you doing, Hank? Everything good? Yeah, all is well. Thank you. Amazing. Uh, uh, hold on one sec. I'm sorry about that. Hold on one sec. He, he was referencing uh, Ilhan Omar, uh, who said, some people did something, and then yeah, all of so, Islam so, has to look out for their civil rights or so, something like that. So, Hank, I, so, hey, I wanted to talk about um, this, this pure hip, hip, uh, hypocrisy that's going on right now with this um with this n-word you know i i really wasn't going to call today but when i heard the dude acting like he was so hurt <laughs> about the n-word you know and, and, and i put emphasis on acting okay? right acting like he was so hurt you know with, I, is this it's, john it's, from it's, kentucky you were talking about who said that right. how it was used we don't like how it was used in the past white people came up with it to denigrate right. blacks or something john from kentucky i think that was right yeah yeah, and and so here's the thing. If this is such a bad word that they don't like, okay, it's as simple as this. If this is such a, like, really bad word and they just don't like it, they don't like to hear it, they don't want anything to do with it, um, why condone or why try to make it seem better for them to use it, for blacks to use it, rather than uh, white people? Because it, it, it just downright makes no sense. And yep. for you to try for, for you to try to make sense out of it, oh, well, white people are the ones who came up with it, so we don't like them to use it more. That's dumb. Yep. That is dumb, because if you really don't like the word, man, you shouldn't, you shouldn't be on board with it uh, either way, whether, whether uh, your brother or your cousin or your friend that's black uh, uses it or, or whether you use it uh, or, or whether uh, a white person uses it. You shouldn't, you, shouldn't, you shouldn't like it either way, man, because right. it, 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 it goes against exactly, – it literally contra- – you're contradicting yourself, man. Like, yeah. you're, 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 you're not even – you don't even have a solid ground to stand on when you, when you think that way because how can somebody take you serious when you're, when you're going around and, – and, and believe me, I'm from D.C., man, so – People from this, from DC, uh, you know, anybody from DC knows this. Um, you could be walking down the street and you see some black guys or something that's uh, walking from, you know, the other direction, and they look like they live around the neighbor neighborhood or something. You hear them just say it out, out, you know, with no shame. You know, hey, n word this, n word that, right. my n word, whatever, whatever. You know, and, and then they try to say, oh, well, it's different when you put a, a, a a at the end instead of an er. <laughs> nope. Listen, man, it's it's the same thing, man. Yeah, it's the same. It's the same thing, man. And all you guys are trying to do is 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 pick and choose what um what you want to be mad and angry about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If it, if, and if, it's if, so. If it's go ahead. If it goes if it goes along with your hatred towards white people, then you all you're all on board with it. But. If it's if and, and you know what I don't like about black people too, they do this crazy uh, ish. I'm not going to say the I, I, I say ish, not not the thing. Okay, they, they do this crazy I S H ish stuff, and <laughs> and then condone their own ignorance, which which you know it's just it's funny to me. You condone your own ignorance, and then when somebody else that that happens not to have the same skin complexion as you does the same thing, all of a sudden it's wrong. I mean, yeah. come on, man, come on. Yep, you know that uh, you. It's pure, it's, it's pure, it's really it's really ridiculous though, man. And that dude, oh, you you really called me the N word. Oh, man. he acted like he was so hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, man. <laughs> get, 
take that acting stuff to Hollywood or something, man. They'll love you over there. But right, right here, we deal with truth, man. And, and you're not, you're not standing on truth. You're standing on, on. I don't know what kind of ground you're standing on, but it's not solid ground. You know what I'm saying? That's right. the, uh, the other guy who called. I don't. I, he's, 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 he's a, he's a funny, he's a funny cat, man. You know? Yeah. He's a real. He's and he's just a, he's just one of many. You know what I mean? There's a lot of blacks out here who um, act like they so heard about these words. And, and let me tell you something: words only have the power that you give them. Because in actuality, words really mean nothing. I mean, yeah. guys, if you when you go meet God, you know, hopefully people go to heaven or whatever. If you go meet God on Judgment Day, ask him if he cares about uh, the words that <laughs> that we use here on this this little planet called earth ask him if he cares about those words good point the heart good point about the heart you know i think that i think that taking the lord's name in vain is probably something very different from how the common interpretation of what that is actually is you know how people say oh you can't say whatever right certain certain words that's taking the lord's name in vain i think that even those words are not the ones that that he—that's not what he meant by taking his name in vain. I—I I think. Let me, it, yeah, go let, ahead. And then let me say this too, because you know, you know, him, him, and Chuck and them—they always trying to—they always trying to do these uh, "I got you" moments and stuff. Every time, every time they call you, right? You know, Tony and them. Oh, I got you on this. I got when well, really they don't got you on nothing. The dude was trying to make it seem like you know the way you laughed about it, which anybody—I'll I, laugh about it. Somebody said around me, I'll laugh too. Yeah, you know what I mean? Because it's because it's funny. You right. know what I'm saying? And um, especially the way you use it, how you use it, you know, depending on them type of situations. But it's it's, it's funny, especially how he brought it up. It, it, you know, it, it was just funny. But yeah. He want, But he wanted to take that and run with it. Oh, yeah. See, Evil grin. Yeah, you like, you, yeah, you like that word. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, you can listen to Hake, man. Hake, Hake doesn't even sound like the type of guy that just, I mean, come on. You make it seem like the guy goes around saying, hey, N-word. <laughs> hey, hey, how right. you doing, N-word? You're such an N-word. You yep. know, come on now. True. It's, it's like, come on, man. Like, and you know what? My man. Stop, stop trying to attack my man Hake when you have no no solid ground to stand on, man. Stop trying to make things up out of thin air and, and make this guy look like he's he's this and that when he's really not. Just stop it, man. <laughs> Noah's Art Kansas gave a super cap and said, For the record, Hake, you can call me the N-word if you want. Hard R or not. And Brandon M. concurs. Hake can call me a hard R. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, because we because we don't care about that stuff. Right. Man. We we focus on we focus on bigger we, we focus on real things, man. They they focus on Looney Looney Tunes and stuff, man. But they, they you know, they 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 hang with Bugs Bunny and all them guys, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the proof that they hate white people is because is that they're imagining that some white people way back when, hundreds of years ago, who are not alive today came up with that word and that somehow we're this we living today who are white or Jewish, in the case of Bill Maher, um, are the same people. Stuff, right? <laughs> are the very but I, same but people. I got, but I got some interesting uh, stuff for you. I, I, I used to uh, have a, a close African friend. You know, he was a he was a cool guy for you know for a certain amount of time, and then he started switching up a little bit. But um, one thing he told me, he was from um, the Ivory Coast in Africa. I'm not sure if you're uh, familiar with that. But um, one thing he told me, he was like, um, he he told me that he believes the word derived from um, uh, the people of from the Niger, uh, uh, from around it's a, it's a place. In yeah, Africa that's what that's, spelled, that's yeah, what that's yeah. what Art was saying too. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's spelled N I G E R, and um, right. I think the like the word kind of derived derived from that. And so um, the people from the Niger, um, from that part, they're considered you know people from Niger. They're Niger people. So right. And so, um, but 
I'm not trying to sugarcoat the word or anything. All I'm saying is that it's just a word, man. Get over it. Yeah. And then by you, and then by you acting like you, you, you so-called hurt. Oh, I'm, I'm so hurt. I'm supposed to be an alpha male, but I'm a beta male. I'm so hurt. I mean, <laughs> come on, man. Get, get out of this. <laughs> like, stop, man. You, you, you just. Oh, man, I wish black people would just see how, like, let's just look at themselves in the mirror and really see what kind of like pure iterocracy, like it, like. Like, it's just crazy, man. I, yeah. Man. You know, man, um, man, man. I believe Asmodor, because he said the N-word comes from Niger, the Latin word for black, not from the country of that name. And I right. know that in Spanish, uh, negro. But they say, when they refer to blacks, they don't want to, it just right. sounds harsh to say negros. So they call them negritos. Right. Negrito. It right. sounds nicer to say it like that. But, right, and see, and see, and if and if a Spanish person actually slips up and says that, right? Yeah, I guarantee you, I, I guarantee you, no black person will, will care at all. I know, but if, but if but but if but if that person happens to have uh, blonde or you know what they consider ginger hair or whatever yep. red hair and, and has white uh, skin complexion, white in his skin, okay, then all of a sudden it's a big issue. Right. Oh, you hurt my feelings. Oh, you know, I, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go cry. I'm gonna go in the car and cry now. I mean, come on, man. Just yeah, please, just just stop that acting, man. Like seriously, go to Hollywood with that stuff. I appreciate it, Lord Grimm. Talking some sense, man. You already know, man. I'm, I'm gonna see you in the chat. Hey, take All right. care. You as well. All right. Yes, sir. <sighs> it's funny, man. Funny situation. Let me talk to Bible go-to guy out of Los Angeles, Los Angeles, California. He wants. He has some advice for Art regarding employment. All right, hope you're listening. Bible Go-To Guy may have some good advice for you. What's up, Bible Go-To Guy? Hey, Are you there? Uh, hey. Good morning, James. Morning. Yeah, I was listening, and I I think what Art needs to do is what I did. I was, like, floundering around and didn't have a skill or anything at, at, at age 30, 33, before I finally, you know, um, got an apprentice an apprenticeship in the uh, construction trades, you know, I, wow. I went for air conditioning. Yeah. And starting out at 33, I went ahead and I made a ton of money and retired early just off the trades. Air conditioning, I can speak for, but all the trades, carpentry, uh, plumbing, yeah, uh, all the construction trades, you can make a ton of money working for a company. And on the side. Yeah, I true. just happened to work for two companies, and then after, I, after the one company dropped off, right, then I went ahead and, and just did side work. Yeah. And, and um, that is what I think a lot of young men need to get into, especially black men. They need, they need to get into, this, into the trades. Uncle Ted 88 says, forget college, learn a trade. And, and, the, and the reason why I say that is because Art said he's, he's strong. He's strong, right? When the trades, strength helps. Right. It helps a lot. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of, lot of muscle work. Yeah. But there's also a lot of brain work. So you, you, get, you get to do both, especially if you're an electrician or even carpenters. They have a lot of mental work they got to they gotta do, too. Yeah. You know, besides just hammering nails. It, it's planning and all that stuff. I'm, I'm doing a terrible job as a carpenter out here in, in, in the back of the house where I live, right? I'm trying to construct something and it teaches <laughs> you a lot of respect for the carpentry trade. Right. It's a disaster. But um, once you get these trades, 
man, the sky's the limit on income. That's cool. That's great advice. And I had yeah, I yeah, had no idea about about you. I thought that you were a hardworking man all your life. <laughs> I was, but you know, I I didn't have a skill. Okay, so I would have two all jobs right. as yeah. secure, as security guard or, or or a dishwasher, right? Yeah. And, okay. And I didn't have that makes sense. I didn't have a skill to make the hard work work for me. Right. Yeah, and I don't think of and, art as being lazy at all either i think of him as being no he's he's going after it but he's going yeah, after he just the, he, just, he just needs to add a skill to his yeah. repertoire of strength and determination and man he you can do you can do anything with the skill hydro it, all it takes is some tools right hydro px says art is too angry but no, he's not. He's not too angry to do a good job and do work, though, man. Right? Because yeah. I've been angry all my life, and I still <laughs> made a ton of money. Yeah. So yeah. A whole lot of know, whole and, lot of and, evil and, people do well for themselves if they follow the basic rules of of exactly. reality. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. Uh, uh, somebody said Noah's Art Kansas. I think it might have said it. Uh, said, mm-hmm. what did he say? Bible go to guy is a is a Mason con- Freemason confirmed? <laughs> no, he didn't do masonry. He did uh, air conditioning and stuff. Air conditioning, yes. Nice. <laughs> HVAC. That's cool, man. Uh huh. Great advice. I hope uh, I hope Art caught, catches that. And other young black men, because one one time one time I was with these uh, guys, and I love I love football, the sports, and everything. Oh, that reminds me. I was. I wanted to say this that um, black people have not learned the lesson of professional sports. You know, black folks are all into professional sports because most of them have. You know, the, overall they have their bodies are more athletic, right? So they dominate the professional sports, but they would not dominate the professional sports if they didn't have excellence to add to the sport because the sport's all about extreme competition and excellence. But they don't seem to take that kind of attitude into the normal work world, where yeah. they want to be, where you want to be excellent and better than anybody else in what you do, so that you can make a lot of money. Yeah, and and um, that's what I said once when I was at a union class. I said, you know, it, it's really a bad thing that blacks are, in, in a sense, that blacks are into entertainment and and. and and uh, sports as yeah. much as they are, you know, their culture. Right. Because the they don't go after guy the... who's not going to make sports, they're kind of yearning for that. Yeah. They want to be that too. They want to be a rapper or whatever, right? And, yeah. And and it takes away from nobody's giving, telling them, hey, the trades will make <laughs> you a lot of money. Yeah. And go into it, and, and it exercises both your your body and your mind, and get into that kind of stuff. Yeah, good good advice, man. Bible go-to guy, I got to run. Appreciate your call. Great advice. All right, thanks. All right, Appreciate take care. It, thanks. Appreciate you too. Guys, we are over time. Alex in Los Angeles, he wanted to talk. He said he asks, "Did you see R Kelly in Ethiopia?" I have n- <laughs> Is that true? <laughs> I thought he's been in prison for the or jail for the past couple of years. He's innocent. Or did he flee to Ethiopia? I don't know. But, man, I'm sorry I didn't, couldn't get to you. Joe in Phoenix, Arizona, wants to correct the record on the history of the N-word, I'm sure. 
and the rest of the callers, I cannot get to you. I have one more Knights of the New Crusade song for you today. It's called I Believe from My God is Alive. Sorry about yours. Appreciate you guys. Thanks and take care. The Bible can be kind of hard to understand, but I believe. Yeah, I believe. God's ways can seem mysterious to me, but I believe. Yeah, I believe. When someone tries to tell me about contradictions, I just tell them. I believe, man. When they see my belief so strong that I can sell them my beliefs. I don't know why I was born to die. Into this world, the tears and sighs. But after that, death will surely rise, because I believe. Cause I believe, yeah I believe When someone wants me to think that it's not They deceive, they deceive And anytime I start to feel down and out I just remember, I believe Then I wanna sing and jump and shout That I believe I don't know why I'm born to die Into this world that tears inside But after this death will surely rise Cause I believe I don't understand why mankind had to fall Why Adam listened to the serpent's call I may not know very much at all But I believe Yeah, I believe Yeah, I believe I believe I believe With men this is impossible But with God all things are possible <laughs>